This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey everyone, I'm Jess. Hi, I'm Jen. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Welcome, welcome. Today is Friday. Interview day. Interview day. Got a mega one here today. Jen, I mean, massive. I know. You were in London while I was hanging out here in New York City with one of New York City's finest. It's Miss Alicia Keys, everyone. Maybe you've heard of her, singer, songwriter, 15, I was looking this up before we started, 15 Grammy Awards. She has 15. I mean, this doesn't surprise me, but yes. I know, like, coming out in about a week, she has the Diary of Alicia Keys. It's the 20th anniversary of her sophomore album. She has, like, a new song coming out. And I talked to her, not from the set of, but she was working on Hell's Kitchen, which is her musical that she wrote both the song, the lyrics and the music for. Lots of her existing songs, but also four new songs. It's kind of the story of her teen years, and it's off-Broadway right now. We did actually end up talking about it a little bit, but really what we were here to talk about was soul care as self-care, which... Is a little woo-woo, I know, but her line, if you don't know, she's the founder of Keys Soul Care. It's kind of been creeping into my beauty regimen over the last three years, like bit by bit. They had like a slow launch, but the first thing was a candle, and I didn't get the candle until recently. Jess, the scent throw on this baby, I got to get you one. Now I know what I'm getting you for the holidays. It's like $39, but it has the scent throw of like a $300 candle, and it smells so freaking good. Anyway, 
they probably don't want me to go on about the candle. We should go on about like the skincare and the cosmetics and all that. But well, um, I think it's all part of her, her world, right? Yeah, because she creates these rituals, which we talk about. You know me, I'm so scientific and practical. And I'm like, she's out here doing affirmations and really making self-care about soul care. And I like grilled her about it a little bit because I need help with that. As you know, I'm not very good at a self-affirming. I don't know. I don't know how to do that stuff. So I really like self-affirmation. Yeah. Yeah. We really talked about it. We talked about mirror meditation and things like that. And also her skincare, which was developed with dermatologist Dr. Renee Snyder. So we talk about all of that, plus her music a little bit. And then I fangirled really hard at the end. I was so, like, I got off the mic and I was like, oh, why are you such a fangirl? But you know what? It's fine. The fam's here to support me, right? I think it's fine to fangirl over Alicia Keys. She's major. Yeah, one of her songs really meant a lot to me. You'll hear that too. So I'm sorry you missed hanging out with us, Jess, but I'm glad you're back now in New York Can't City. be everywhere. I'm excited I get to listen to this and that she is a fat mascara guest. I mean, wow, wow. Yeah, let's, let's go hang out with Alicia Keys, shall we? Alicia, welcome. Welcome to Fat Mascara. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be talking to you, building with you, having a moment with you. Yeah, me too. I am, in honor of you, burning my Keys Soul Care Sage and Oat Milk candle. So you know what it smells like over here. It smells so good. And as we know, the affirmation is, I shine at full wattage, which is one of my favorite, favorite affirmations. <laughs> Wait, did it say that? It does indeed. I shine at full wattage. Sorry, I had your logo facing front, so I didn't see that affirmation. I want to get into these affirmations when we talk about the line some more because I'm intrigued and I need help affirming things. I like a tree intriguing you. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'm not going to be as good at, at describing this, how would you describe this smell to someone? Because it's not just sage and milk. Something's going on. Okay, so oat milk is going to give you like that warmth, like a warm bath kind of. So it gives you the warmth and the sage is really about purifying your space, which I love very much. And the sage is going to have a bit more of a, it's quite, it has a little bit of a woodsy warmth. So it feels really calming, relaxing. It just calming, eases yes. your vibe. It makes sure it's clear. There's no funky energy allowed in your space, which is how I like it. And maybe a little safer than saging the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right? The sage does get a little out of control at times, but it Mine it works. was smoking the other day. I did the bundle and I was like, all right, I got to put the bundle down. Let's go with the candle. That's a better way to go. The question is, how do you get the sage to turn off? Like, you know, do you need the ashtray? Do you have to run it underwater? These are the things we need to know before we begin. Yeah, or we can just get your lovely candle. Let's do the that. candle. It's way easier. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I love that I know for a fact that you're a candle person. When I've interviewed you in the past, I remember you telling me you did a rose candle when you were writing, mm. and then you said you did sandal in sandalwood incense, I think, your first record that yes. you recorded. Yes, you do know me. Well, I, I checked the notes from okay. the interview. Well done. <laughs> it wasn't well like done. I <laughs> Yeah, but do you still get into scent like that? Scent is a really, I love it when I'm creating and just actually just in the space overall, you know, candles obviously are beautiful. I love also a diffuser. A diffuser is another really special way to put scent in the air that I really like. And actually going back to the rose, the rose is a part of the aura mist that we have. And that rose, oh. that heart opening, that's why I do it when we write, just Open your heart, open that connection so that you can really just like share your truth. 
amazing. So the, the aura mist has the rose in it too. And that is just so beautiful. Where did you get this? It seems very strong, this sense of like self-care and creating space for yourself. Who did you learn these lessons from growing up about self-acceptance? Or, or maybe they're, they're homegrown, they're, they're you. A lot of it was learned by trial and error and also a lot of not loving the self or, you yeah. know, finding yourself in circumstances with people that didn't really encourage that. And so you finally had to realize, I finally had to realize, okay, if I don't do this for myself, nobody's going to be like, hey, Alicia, think you want to be good to yourself today? Like no one said that ever to me. Of course, I think I also learned it from my grandmother because my grandmother, it wasn't until my grandfather passed away that she was like, you know what? I am going to pay attention to myself. I'm going to make sure that I'm good. I'm going to make sure that I'm being thoughtful to myself. And and she was like 60 plus at that point. And I remember being super young and taking that. And she made choices for herself for the first time. And I think that made a big impact on me. So although I didn't really fully get it at that moment and even you know through my 20s, I was kind of like not doing that when I finally had enough relationships that were not being fulfilling or helping me to take care of myself, put myself first, I started to realize, you know what? I understand what my grandmother meant when she said that. And I don't want to be 60 something before I finally put that into place. Yeah. Through your 20s means, I mean, at that point, you already had a record deal. You were signed. You were in the public eye. Do you think being in the public eye at such a young age affected the way you think about your appearance and how you present yourself to others? Of course. Positive or negative or both? What was it about? I think being so impressionable and being so young, my first record, I guess I was 18 years old. And you think you're supposed to, you just want everybody to like you. You know, that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you felt like that too. You just want everybody to like you. You don't want anybody to say something about you that's not positive or good. You want to do all the things that you think will make it better for you in the sense of, or, or make people say yes, say approve. The validation thing was really big. And so I think, I think some of those things Although necessary, they needed to happen so I could find my way through them. I think that they weren't always the most positive thing. You know, to always look for someone to validate what you say is a bad habit. To always have to present yourself in a way that you think people will approve of the way you look, you talk, you dress, you whatever it is, is also a bad habit because it's hard to get out of it. It's hard to get out of it. And then everybody's words mean so much and affect your day, affect your your self-confidence, your your sense of self-worth, all of these things. So yes, I went through that. I experienced that. I felt that. I lived through that. And um, but I didn't really realize I was internalizing like that until much later. And then when I had to kind of unlearn it and break it down, that's when I had to realize, oh, I do care probably far too much what people may say. Yeah. I feel like a lot of milestones get delayed when you become famous young. Like even just how I want to look to the world. Someone else is doing your hair and makeup for a long time, I imagine. Was that the case for you? Yeah, I would say I I was one thing I really can give myself some credit for is that I did have a strong sense of myself. In the very beginning, I knew that I, I wasn't a big dress girl and I didn't want to wear a bunch of flowers and I loved yeah. my hair braided and it, it gave me a certain 
confidence and a certain individuality that I really liked. I loved wearing Timberlands. I liked big jeans, big jackets. I, so I had a I had a sense about who I was in that way. So when people came to me, I was already able to be like, nah, I don't really, you know, I'm not really into that. That is how it started. And then I think what happened is you start to get into a world where people are now saying, wow, I love this song and I love your hair and I love la la la. And then you don't want to start to hear them saying that they don't love it. So you start to second guess your opinion and your thoughts about yourself. And that is what I found myself doing. It didn't happen at the very beginning. It actually happened after things started to kind of take off because I wanted to continue to receive that positive feedback. So it's kind of interesting how that happens and you almost lose yourself. I started out knowing myself and then at some point I kind of lost myself, but I'm back. Well, even when you're evolving, it's like, I want to change, but what other people perceive of you is a certain way. And you're like, I'm a different person than I I was five years ago. I want to change my look. Maybe I don't want my hair like this, or if it's even internal. Now I'm like thinking about your timeline. I'm like, okay, in 2016, you said, I'm not going to wear makeup anymore, right? You had a little act of rebellion, which might be what you were referring to. Is it? I think at that point, that's when I started to realize that I did adopt a lot of these philosophies. Or at that point, as I explained, when I first started, I didn't realize, oh, it starts to matter to me what people think. Oh, it matters to me if people like something I do or say or don't like what I do or say, or if people, you know, like what I wear or don't wear. At first I was like, this is what I wear. This is what I like. I don't care. But then as time passed, I actually did care. And I started to realize that that did matter to me and what people's thoughts did change even what I might choose to do or say or whatever. And so, yeah, I think at that time in 2016, that that was really a coming into my own and to really understand some of the things that I was doing that I didn't really realize I was doing. I think that happens to a lot of us. We don't really re- unconsciously, we pick up all these things and all these narratives and storylines and things and we start to make them real And then we don't even realize we've picked them up. So 2016 was like the shedding of those narratives and storylines for me. It was a very transformative time in my life. Literally and figuratively, if you were washing washing it off, (laughs) off comes the shell. It seemed very rebellious at the time. And I was thinking, okay, here we are in 2023. This wouldn't be as big a deal if somebody went out without makeup. And then we have like a Pam Anderson go out without makeup. And you think like the world exploded. Everybody was paying attention. It's like we're still doing this? Weird how we, you know, I guess what I think it is is that ultimately I think we're all looking for permission to just be ourselves, but rarely do we feel that we are or we can be. And so I think when someone does that, a very bold thing where they can actually say, okay, here's me, take me or leave me, whatever, it reminds us that that's how we actually feel. And so we find it to be quite fascinating because I think a lot of times we just don't feel brave enough to do that because of exactly what I said, because there's so much judgment and there's so much, there's so much, so many opinions and everybody's a damn critic and it's like, ugh. So I think that's why it it just gets so explosive. So, I mean, but I love it. I think the, I think the continuous reminder of like, hey, we can show up how we want to show up, which is really the, the soul of what Key Soul Care is about, is really important. Like, how do you get to know who you are? How do you get to know yourself? How do you get to have a relationship with who you are so that you do feel comfortable to say, here's me, 
And not only here's me, but here's me on Monday, here's me on Saturday, here's me on, you know, here's me on December, here's me in a year, and and, and kind of like feel confident enough to, to know who you are to be able to share it without so much concern. So funny, my next question I was going to ask you about, how do you decide who to present to the world each day and does it change every day? I love that. I mean, I think that's the fun, you know, of being, I think all of us are artists. We're creative beings. We're creative people. And we actually get to design our life how we want it to look. And so I think that happens on a spiritual level. That happens on an emotional level. That happens surely on a physical level as well. And I think that for me, that's part of the fun. There's different days I feel different ways. Sometimes I feel really bright, really bold, really like loud. And I might put on bright pinks and neon neon yellows and oranges. And maybe, you know, I want to express that also in maybe how I put a red eyeliner on or something really fun like that. Yeah. Sometimes I just feel like kind of simple and really low and not low, but I just feel good. Just right there. Just right as I what am. What was today? Today is kind of like right in the middle, I think. I I, I, I felt <laughs> like I was, I was going to see some people tonight because, you know, Hell's Kitchen is happening tonight. And so I'm going to see some people after the show. I have a bunch of rehearsals that I'm doing because we're in the, we're at a part where we actually get to do all the changes that we need. And then you have to freeze the show. So you actually don't touch it anymore. After the next three days, I freeze the show. So I'm doing a bunch of rehearsals. I felt like a, I'm in I'm in New York, kind of getting chilly, so I felt like that fall energy, but I also wanted to give a little brightness because I'm excited about what's going on. But at the same time, I'm I'm chilling and I'm cool. So I just it's right in that middle ground right it's now, in the middle. It's and a I happy feel place. it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's interesting that you have to freeze the show. And with any creative thing, I guess there's a point where it's like the baby's done and you send it into the world. With Key Soul Care, is that hard for you as an artist? Like looking at like a package or something you made and be like, I want to change it again, or I want to evolve it, or are you okay with it once it's out in the world? It's interesting. I think that different projects have different experiences. You know, I, I would say with the Hell's Kitchen project, I've been developing it for quite some time. It's been over 10 years. And so I've spent a lot of time with it and we've spent a lot of time with it. And because of that, we've been able to get to know it. It has its own personality. It has its own way that it kind of expresses itself. And the thing I've had to guard the most about it is its spirit. I've had to protect the spirit of what Hell's Kitchen really brings forth. Because I think sometimes what happens is you start to add on to a project. First, you're just in a room with white walls. And then all of a sudden, you have a larger cast and you have set design, you have lights and you have costumes, you have things. And all of a sudden, you add all these things on and you can lose the spirit of what's happening because you have all these kind of things around it now. And so for me, I've been the guardian of protecting its spirit. And because I'm familiar with its spirit, I feel really good. Like right now, although of course I can nitpick and I can say, mm, a little more here, a little more there. I know that the spirit is intact and I know it's ready to go out. And so I think with any creative endeavor for me, it does kind of like, it's about how the spirit is. And, and as long as that feels like it's strong, then I don't have to nitpick as much anymore because it knows its own identity. Yeah. I was going to call it a philosophy, but I think spirit's an even better word. What do you think the spirit of key soul care is with regards to beauty? What is it saying? 
Uh, the spirit of key soul care is how skin and soul meet science. And okay. I think this idea of the soulfulness of how we express outwardly is an age old concept, but I think that we haven't been as introduced to it more recently. And that's why key soul care is so much about ritual and it's so much about kind of creating the time for yourself. It's about how do you get to know yourself more? Because we, we want to know. All of us want to know, like, who am I? Who am I becoming? Who am I going to be? And that always shifts. It always changes to your point. We get to evolve constantly. And so our relationship with ourselves has to evolve as well, but how do we get to know it? And so that's why the affirmations are on the bottle because it kind of gives you a place to ground into. We talked about the candle being I shine at full wattage. And the, and the reason why I wanted to say I shine at full wattage is because I personally have found myself in times where I dim down. I'm like, actually, let me not shine too bright because it might feel uncomfortable too. Mm -hmm. but and all of a sudden I'm dimming myself down and I really want to remind myself that I don't have to do that. I don't have to dim down to make someone else feel better. I can actually shine and they can still feel better because I gave myself permission to do that. So things like that are the way that I think we can get to know ourselves a little bit more. And the philosophy behind Key Soul Care really is your external beauty does reflect the wellness of yourself inside, the health of you inside. And so it's a beautiful relationship. And then the science of it comes from what is inside of what you're using, which we want to be amazing. The skin transformation cream has bakuchiol in it, which is actually like nature's retinol. And we use a stone called malachite that really is all about transformation. So even though you don't see it, just by the sheer nature of using it, you're kind of inviting these things into your space. And so I think that idea of how you put that soul, spirit into your physical experience makes it a deeper, more meaningful one. I love beauty, so I am willing to experiment when it comes to, say, makeup or new lip color. But with hair care, if I find something that actually works, I do not need to mess around and keep trying other things. For me, lately, that's been Vegamore, a line designed to make your hair and scalp visibly healthier. Jess and I started using Vegamore about 10 months ago now. I've been using the Grow Serum, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but my hair is growing faster than ever. It's not just growing longer, it's thicker too. Like people have been noticing and telling me how great it looks. And I'm not gonna lie, I kind of love when people notice my hair. I use the Vegamore Grow Hair Serum and their revitalizing shampoo and conditioner. But I have to mention that you should not sleep on their dry shampoo. It's great for in-between wash days, but it doesn't build up like some other dry shampoos and it smells really good too. If you get one of Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials kit or the Everyday kit, which actually has the dry shampoo I was talking about, you can try more than one amazing product at a great savings. And when you sign up for a monthly subscription, you save even more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. If you want gorgeous, healthy hair, the key is consistency and Vegamore makes it easy. Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Fat Mascara listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash fatmascara and using the code fatmascara at checkout. That's vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R, 
vitamintoday.com slash fat mascara, code fat mascara to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R, vegamore.com slash fat mascara, code fat mascara. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Honey Love's Superpower Shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. These rituals that you're talking about, for you, is it only with self-care and skincare? Or is it also with like creative process? Like, do you set up a ritual around writing a song? Mm, that's cool. I definitely feel like I ritualize moments. And there are, you know, like for me, okay, before a show, or even if I'm feeling like quite overwhelmed, 
I kind of remind myself before a show, I'll always, before a show, before I eat, before I write, I will definitely say some type of prayer. I'll give some type of thanks. I find that giving thanks is such a special way to be able to open up what you need to come toward you when you can be grateful for what you already have. And so I think that I'll give thanks in some way. I'll say thank you for, I'll say thank you for things I don't even have yet. I'll say thank you for the confidence to express myself. Thank you for the courage to share what I really Are you mean. looking in a mirror when you do this or are you just thinking no. it? I'm just like in whatever space, like right now, I'm just okay. in this room and I can just say, thank you for that. And then something, thank you for purifying the space. Thank you for removing whatever energy doesn't serve me right now so that I can cut through the noise and really hear myself. Thank you for, you know, whatever you might want to say, obviously, thank you for the food. Thank you for the meal. Thank you for, yeah. you know, things like that. So I think that's a, that's a ritual in itself. And I find that that doing that really, it grounds just what you're about to do. And it makes you feel, it makes you remember like, man, I'm so grateful that I get this moment to write these words on this page. So yeah, I feel like it, it just opens up a portal that I'm trying to walk through. <laughs> Even with these affirmations, I was like, well, who am I saying this to? Do you, is there, a, is it universe? Am I putting it out to universe, to a God, to myself? That's a good question. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the clarification. So I feel like when you're using the offerings, I call them offerings. I know that's a, I know that's a new word. We usually call them products. So we'll kind of combine it together and we'll call it product offerings. But I call it offerings because I feel like product sounds like so transactional to me. Here, get the product. I, oh, feels like, whoa, where this is like more of a fluid state. So I call it an offering because I feel like it is, we're, we're having an offering towards a conversation with yourself. We're making an offering that's going to lead you towards a conversation with yourself. Yeah. So when you ask, who do I say this to? I think what, whomever you want, you can say it to for sure. But I do think okay. a good place to start is in the mirror because you're already at the, you're already at the sink. You're already washing your face. You're taking off whatever. You're putting on whatever. You're in the mirror already. So I think when you do look at yourself and you say, I am layered, complex, and divine, which is from the exfoliator, all, everything I do is a catalyst for change. This one says, I protect my inner light. This is the Protect Your Light Daily Moisturizer. Or I protect my inner light. If you're looking at yourself and you tell yourself, I protect my inner light, I think in a way that's making you remember, man, I can protect myself. That's intense, though. I don't want to stare at my own face and tell myself to protect my inner light. I would get the giggles. You can laugh. Does it get easier for you? You can laugh. Laughing is fun. You could totally laugh okay. and feel silly, and you can say it again and feel, and then you can get serious and be like, okay, I protect my inner light. Or you could just be, it can just be totally fun. I think there's not a particular way it has to be, but I think even saying that to yourself is a lot of times a new thought. Like you said, you're like, I feel weird. I'm not going to do that. Most people feel like that. And I think when we get to the practice of just looking at ourselves and be like, I am good telling myself this, even if it's funny or silly or I feel kind of It'll get easier. Yeah. And also remind you something, even if you forget it, okay, you went on your day and you don't even think about it anymore. Somewhere in your subconscious, it stays. And I think that's fire. That is fire. That was a good question. I like that question because I think sometimes 
it's a good point. Like, how do we do this? How do we actually do this thing? So what I like to do... I'm such a practical person. I'm like, you're an artist and I'm like, all right, give me the brass tacks. What am I doing here? But if... If you're telling me to look in the mirror and say that, I mean, there is a form of meditation called mirror meditation where you're supposed to like connect with the person in the mirror. It can be intense. So it is intense. But this is maybe a like softer, softer entryway. It is because you're, for me, I like, I'll put my golden cleanser. I love the golden cleanser. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the golden cleanser and the golden cleanser affirmation is I'm devoted to this moment. So before I put it on, I'm going to say, I'm devoted to this moment to myself. Cool. I let it go. I wash my face. I'm in the thing. I put my aura mist, I spray it. I feel it. I look at the bottle and I'm like, it says I'm free as the air. And I'm like, I am free as the air. Matter of fact, I'm free as the air. And then I put my transformation cream and I say, I accept this as a catalyst for change, which I love because I think a lot of times we think something's negative or positive. Oh, this was great. This happened to me. Oh, this was bad. What happened to me? But what if it's not bad or good? What if it's just a catalyst for change? So, you know, you get to vibe on stuff like this. Did you write all of these affirmations? Were they circling in your brain before Key's Soul Care came out and it was just like, okay, now this is the physical embodiment of the philosophy I've been living? Or was it like, I got to make some offerings and I got to come up with some words for the package? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was definitely the, a, a philosophy. It is a philosophy. It's a, like a way okay. of life. And I think for me, one of the tricks I use to trick my brain when I'm feeling shitty or I'm feeling extra nervous or I'm feeling kind of worried about what's going on or I feel doubtful. One of my hacks is I will say what I feel like I don't have. So if I feel like I'm nervous because mm. a meeting's coming up and I feel intimidated, right? I'm going to say, I am strong. I am clear about what I want to do. And I am deserving of this moment right now. Now, I don't feel like that at all. I feel worried. I feel insecure. I feel scared. And I feel like maybe, you know, what am I even doing in this room? There's so many other people that should be here. But I say what I need, what I don't feel. And that, and to me, that starts to put me in the mindset of like, nah, I, I, I can do this. So that's my own personal thing. So that's a, that's a little bit like the philosophy that ends up on the bottle. The nerd in me wants to point out there's science behind that. Like they show that if you smile, even when you're feeling sad, it triggers your brain to think it's happy because it feels the smile muscles moving. Mm, So maybe it's a form of that. Like it's a fake it till you make it, but it works. Thousand percent. It is one thousand. And that's the science behind the soul care. You know what I mean? And where we said soul meets science. And the other thing that I find to be cool is like, you know how there's actual science that shows that if you put positive words on a water bottle and you drink the water, it will actually affect you in a more positive way than if you put negative words on a water bottle and you drink the water. That's a fact. And that's why these kind of positive words on the bottle of the offerings, they already give you because the intention is there in a way that just isn't usually there. But I know you don't have a water bottle. You're like a mason jar girl. I saw. I do like mason jars, so I will have to use a Sharpie on the outside. But you're like some masking tape, yes. (laughs) That means the thing inside the bottle is infused with the energy of the words, which is kind of cool. Can we talk about the thing inside the bottle real quick? Yes. All sorts of botanicals in this line. What were some of them that you knew of before you created Key Soul Care? Like you were like, we got to get the malachite or whatever it was. That feels like a really 
nerdy one to know about beforehand, but you tell me. Okay, well, I am a big, you know, because even the bottle is, the jars are purple. Amethyst was a big inspiration for that. So stones, I think, are a big one just because energetically they really are so powerful. Are you a crystal person? Do you hold them for... Do, now, it doesn't always have to be. I don't feel like I'm like, if I leave the house without the crystal in my pocket, I'm going to crumble. It's not like that. But I, I like it. It just feels like an extra thing that just maybe gives me some energy. And amethyst is a meaningful one for you? Amethyst and the color purple just really kind of gives mm. me that beautiful energy. With our obsidian roller, obsidian is, it really wards off negativity and it's all about strength. So I feel like that's such a beautiful one. It's this beautiful black stone. And sometimes you need that extra bout of strength. So to put that on your face and to kind of roll out the muscles in your face, things like that. So crystals have always been a big part of my energy. And so putting them into the line has been really fun. And then in regards to the botanicals, for me, it's like things like we use hojicha powder. And I love hojicha green tea. And I remember when I brought it up, Kiso Care is also developed with a dermatologist, Dr. Renee Snyder, which is an important part of it because it also is efficacious, which by the way, I used to have really tricky skin. And so the efficacious part is really important to me. But she was like, oh, hojicha powder, we can use that, actually. And so we use it in our exfoliator, which is one of my favorites. You kind of feel that that hojicha powder is in there. And then with the golden cleanser, another thing that I use, because it's for my voice, I always use manuka honey. It's really good for the voice and also just health. And so manuka honey also went into the golden cleanser. So a lot of the things that I kind of like for my life, I found that there was even wonderful ways that it could affect the skin. And then I start learning about things like niacinamides and squalines and blacuchiol and all these kind of things that are also botanicals and nature's way of being good to us. I love that golden cleanser. Oh, is it good? Me too. Me too. It like feels like honey, smells like honey. And it takes off makeup. I'm like, what? I was expecting it not to take makeup off because I was like, it's too nice. <laughs> right, right. It's beautiful. You know what I mean, though? Some of those like fancy cleansers that you're like, it's an experience, but then my li- my eyeliner's still on. I need this off. And we also have the Nourishing Cleansing Balm, which is like, if you haven't tried that one, you're going to lose it because that one just melts everything off and it has charcoal in it and it's all like, yum. So that one is, that one super kills too. I'll try that next. I'm curious, after you came out with Key Soul Care, like what's the most memorable feedback you've gotten from, are we allowed to call them a customer? I know we call offerings. What do we call a customer? <laughs> Lightworkers. What's like the feedback? Has any of it moved you? Oh my gosh. First of all, I love how much people are saying this works for me. Like my skin is totally different. My skin is changing. Like I feel good. And I see even the side by sides from my friends. My friends will like text me pictures and be like, I'm telling you, Alicia, this and then this. And I'm like, wow, I can see it and I can feel it. I love that. I think that I love how people have shared that it really does give them a opportunity to connect with themselves in a way that maybe wasn't all is not always connected with beauty. You're not always thinking about how you're feeding your soul when you're thinking about beauty. So I like how people really make that connection. My mother told me. <laughs> the best and worst critic, the mother. Let's hear it. <laughs> My mother told me when she's using the comforting balm, which is 
for the lips, it's incredible. It's one of my favorites. That she swears if she's getting a small bit of like a bump or a canker sore or whatever like that, if she puts the if she puts the cleansing balm on it, it goes away in a second. I never we didn't make it for that, but this is what she says. And when I just talked about the nourishing cleansing balm, sometimes for my shows, we'll put like these diamonds in my hair and things like that. And you use like the hair glue for it and it stays and it's really pretty. And when it's time to take the things out of my hair, I use the nourishing cleansing balm and it comes right out. And that's a hack that I discovered. We definitely didn't make it for that, but it works like crazy. So listen, it's all around good vibes. Any surprises from people or constructive things that you learned from the customers that you weren't prepared for? Or that was new? I think maybe because I was feeling like it was... Because I have so many ways that we talk about expressing it, like let's call it offerings because it's more meaningful and we're, we're, we're starting a dialogue with the offering of how to get to know yourself better and things like that. I think sometimes we found that maybe that confused people because they're used to it being called a certain thing. So they'd be like, well, what, is, what do you mean this is an offering and not well, a product? Well, I'm out here asking you how to do an affirmation, <laughs> so I get it. <laughs> so, and, I thought that, and I think that's cool. I think that's actually a beautiful takeaway to be able to make sure that we're clearly communicating what we mean because it is a new philosophy. It's a new idea. And so there's new language around it. There's new ways to define it and describe it. And I think that's the exciting part, but that's also the part that allows us to kind of say, this is what I mean. And this is why I call it an offering or we'll call it a product offering so that it kind of ties it together. What are some of your favorites? Key soul care, of course, but like otherwise beauty products. I'm loving Epicurean. I think that they're really cool. Does Dr. Renee approve? Probably, but she really approves the key soul care. (laughs) We'll fact check later, yes. I really like Charlotte Tilbury. I think that she has some great, great, beautiful things. Can I ask you about this eyeliner? Your eyeliner is always like on point. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But it looks like it's made it through the day, so I want to know what it is. (laughs) That's right. This one is actually. Shishado. Oh, okay. Very, very much. Very good. And I really like the um, Chanel or Dior mascara. Mascara. Yeah, those are good. That's what I like. And then this right here is the Cheek Tint Key Soul Care. We like it because it, it gives like a bit of a glow, which I'm in love with. It does. You can put that stuff everywhere. You I really sort of just <laughs> You really can. <laughs> I don't know if that's on the, <laughs> if that's approved that it can go on eyelids and things, but it felt real natural. So I went for it. Of course. You put it on the eyelids. You put it on the cheeks. You, you put I it on the lips. I think pink on the eyelids is underrated. Yeah, I kind of put it there. Yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Thank you. Okay, before I let you go, I have a little game for you. I love a game. Okay, so we do a Fat Mascara 5 at the end of every interview. And for you, I know you love fragrance. I know you love setting a mood. I do. So I'm going to go through five of your songs, and I want you to tell me if they were a smell, if they were an aroma, a mood, what would the smell be? You know, I thought of this because you, you described a perfume to me, like a melody once, and I was like, well, I'm going to call her on this. Let's see if she can do it. Okay, first song, it's got to be Golden Child. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, I just released Golden Child out of the vault because we are celebrating the Diary of Alicia Keys 20 the big 20 anniversary, I was which like, is what is crazy, this gem? right? 
So we had to bring Golden Child out. Golden Child definitely smells like the sage and oat milk key soul care candle. If the sage and oat milk candle was a song, it would be it Golden, would be Golden Child. Child. Mm-hmm. I am vibing on that. That tracks for me. Okay, next. I got to do some of the hits, though. No one. What would no one smell like? I feel like no one smells like... Lemongrass is coming to me. I'm feeling like there's a lemongrass. It's a burst of brightness. It has that kind of earthiness, too, because it's grounded. Everything's not always perfect, but it brings you up. It brightens you. I'm going to go for lemongrass. (laughs) Okay, I think this is a new song. It's 17, a new one from Hell's Kitchen. How did you know? And you haven't even come to the show yet. I got a playbill and I did my homework. 17? Smells like bergamot. It is oh, strong. Bergamot. It is is powerful. It has kind of a, a woodsy, darker tone note to it. And it is like powerful and punchy at the same time. That's what 17 sounds like. Wait till y'all hear 17 in Hell's Kitchen. Guys, this is my first musical theater song that I ever wrote. 17 of the four new songs was the first one? That you wrote for the Hell's Kitchen? What I mean is many of the songs that I wrote for Hell's Kitchen, they really feel very much like a song you hear on a radio. It feels like that kind of classic songwriting style. But 17, I really took it to a a little bit more musical theater traditional space. excited. And so I really love it. Okay. All right, Girl on Fire. I got to go there. Oh, shoot. Girl on Fire smells like... Like, what's going to be? You got to tell me. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. So what's what that? What would that be? That, that scent like is like. Like a tuberose, a gardenia, like a big sexy white ooh, floral. Ooh. I don't know. I like a gardenia. Maybe. Is that too pretty? Because Girl on Fire is kind of kind of. I think there's like a, there's a power in gardenia because it has that like animalic kind of sometimes to me. I don't know. That's just me. That was an incredible word, and I love that word. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'd am say let's call it gardenia because, first of all, gardenia represents my grandmother. My grandmother loved gardenias, oh, and she yeah. herself has always been a girl on fire. She's strong and regal and powerful and, like, claiming her space. And so I'm – gardenia. Okay. All right. So last one, this is the fangirl portion of the podcast where I'm going to tell you this, which nobody knows about me, but it's funny – so I was going through a bad breakup and I switched the song I wake up to and I was like, do I stay in New York? What's happening? So I switched my song to Empire State of Mind that I woke up to every morning, Alicia, for 10 years because it was like, you're in New York, you're going to make it, it's going to be okay. So I would wake up every morning to like your voice, which is so corny, I can't believe I'm telling you this. <laughs> anyway, the song means so much to me. Oh, I love that. It's just like a love song to New York and also all the people that come here from anywhere in the world. I just feel like we're all together here and I just love a song. Yeah, me too. So what does it smell like to you? Oh my gosh. What does Empire State of Mind smell like? I can't help you with this one because it means so much to me. (laughs) This is crazy. Like I'm trying trying to inhale. I'm, I'm waiting for the scent. The scent of Empire State of Mind, which is like faith. It's like the ability to really believe in you. Okay, it's rose. It's rose. Empire State of Mind smells like rose because okay. it's that heart opening. It allows you to feel like confident with what you feel and what you're connecting to and what you can create and what you can do. Empire State of Mind is rose. Mm. 
I do love Rose. Okay, that works for me. I will take it. It's been so nice catching up with you, connecting with you. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so glad to be with you. Thank you for asking me some unique, beautiful questions and for like very practical questions too. I love this. Thank you for that as well. (laughs) And for your support and genuine love. This has been super fun and I hope that we can connect soon. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.